Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Such a beautiful, beautiful presence in the house of the Lord. Amen. So good to see everybody that's come out today to be a part of this service. And we're excited about being here. I don't know of anywhere I'd rather be than right here in Bendale Church this morning. Amen. Amen. Sure miss your pastor and his uh, wife this morning. And I told a man this week, and this is, this is how much I, I sure love and appreciate Brother and Sister Moore. And uh, they are very tremendous people. You're very blessed. You don't really, you're kind of spoiled too, but you're very blessed, amen, to have brother and sister Moore, amen, for a pastor. And uh, I, told a, I told a congregation, actually, I said, you can tell how much God loves a community by who he sends there to preach. You can tell how much God loves a church, brother Marshall, by the pastor that he puts over. I believe that. You're blessed today. Great churches come about by great leadership. And then I turned and told the preacher, I said, and you can tell how much God loves a preacher by what kind of people that he sends to him. Hallelujah. So it's, it's, uh, it's a two-way street. And brother and sister Moore is very blessed to have the fine folks of Bendale, amen, to, to pastor and and um, to love and to cherish and, and try to prepare a bride for Christ. Amen. So it's, it's a two-way street there. And I'm excited about being here. I appreciate the confidence that Brother Moore has in us. I'd never do anything to um, tear that down. Amen. I'm a preacher builder. I, I love preachers. And if you're saved today, it's going to be because of a preacher in your life. You're a very blessed individual if God loves you enough. You need to listen this morning. You're a very blessed individual if God loves you enough to put a preacher between you and hell. Amen. Somewhere you found favor with God if he's got a preacher in your life. Amen. And if I didn't have a preacher this morning, I'd be, I'd be doing everything I could to get me a good man of God between me and eternity. Somewhere you're going to need a preacher in your life. Amen. Sure appreciate uh, Brother Barry taking care of things. And I think he's done an outstanding job. Don't you? Amen. Praise the Lord. How many is ready to have a little church? Where's that baby at this morning? Run, devil, run. Hallelujah. Stay with me, girl. All right. Amen. We're going to have good church. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. Through the eyes of a child. But the Lord said, except we become as little children. Amen. Faith. That's just simple faith. That's all that is. Amen. If you got your Bibles today, like to turn with us to a passage of Scripture. And uh, I would like to say this morning again, uh, so good to see all the visitors in the house of the Lord. And uh, we pray that you're very blessed before you leave. And uh, I will tell you this, 
It's not an accident that you're here. There's a divine will and purpose of God. Amen. Personally, I don't believe there's any accidents in God. Amen. Nothing, God didn't wake up this morning and anything occurred to God. He already knows the beginning from the ending. And from the foundation of the world, I know it's hard for our minds to realize this. From the foundation of the world, God knew what was going to happen in this service today. Amen. So you're not here by accident today. And uh, let God do something for you, by all means. Amen. And if you're home, folks, let God do something for you, by all means. Amen. In the book of James, and I want to read a passage of Scripture I have read and preached on it here before. Preach a little different thought this morning, but I do feel this so strong on my heart. In the book of James, chapter 1, verse 17, when you found it, say amen. Every good gift, everybody say good gift, and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. Does anybody know his name? It's Jesus. With whom is no variableness. I want you to hear what the scripture said. With whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Jesus Christ is going to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what God did for one yesterday or last year, or last century, God can do it for another today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go into the book of 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, and 7th verse. But we, that is the church he's talking to, but we have this treasure does anybody know what the treasure is he's talking about? It's the Holy Ghost. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That's this temple that we are, this so body of clay. That's the earthen vessel that he's talking about. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Amen. I need the church to lift their hands and voice in prayer. Brother Barry, would you ask God's anointing on this service today? I need to pray in church right now. Pray, church. Mighty God of heaven, as we come into this house this morning, God, we invite you to come down, walk these aisles, speak to the hearts, the minds of the people. God, let there be an anointing today, God, not only to preach the word of God, but Lord, let it be heard. And God, let it be wrote on the tablets of our heart today. God, we take authority over every spirit of hell that would hinder right now. God, I bind the powers of hell. God, we loose the liberty of the Holy Ghost. God, let there be liberty in this house right now. 
Oh, God, let the power of the Holy Ghost, God, let it move in this house this morning. God, I'm claiming victory right now. Hallelujah. In the precious blood of Jesus Christ. God, you let it be done. And the church shouted, Amen. Give the Lord a real good hand clap of praise. Come on. God's been good to you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Whoa, God inhabits the praises of his people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Before you're seated, turn to somebody, if it's appropriate, very kind and very gentle, and speak to them and just point your little finger at them and tell them you're the one. You're the one. Hallelujah. Sounds like a bunch of kids at school, don't it? Who did it? You're the one. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated this morning. You're the one. You're the one. Um, early this morning, I normally get up and go to the church every morning to pray. And uh, on Sunday mornings, we have a, we're fortunate enough to have a place down on the Bogachetta River. And we got a big rock bar. It's about three quarters of a mile long. And uh, sometimes I'll just get out and walk that rock bar before daylight. So I got up about 3.30, and uh, instead of going to the church, I turned and went in on the river and started walking that rock bar and praying. And far as I know, there was nobody there for, for miles around. And we were just praying and crying and seeking the face of God. Amen. And the Lord began to talk to me about this passage of Scripture, and it just kept going over and over and over in my heart this morning. And as I was walking that rock bar and tears coming down my face and that cool breeze blowing, and I began to I said, God, who's this for? God, just tell me this morning, who's it for? And there was a voice that just spoke to me just as clear as, clear as day, and it said, you're the one, you're the one. He said, you just tell them this morning, you're the one. Amen. I'm preaching to McCain this morning, but I'm going to preach to everybody else that's in the house also. Amen. 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 Now, with that in mind, that you're the one, I want to read this scripture again, and uh, we'll read it in reverse, starting in the book. You can remain seated. In the book of Second uh, Corinthians, the fourth chapter, Seventh verse, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. James 1 and 17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Hallelujah. As I begin to think about that this morning, about every good gift and how good that God has been to me, 
amen, and how good the blessings of God have been in my life. And I just was thanking God for everything. I began to thank God that I woke this morning clothed in my right mind. Amen, with that desire to pray, with that desire to preach the word of God. And amen, something's got to be put on the inside of this old earthen vessel. Amen. Amen, because the flesh is contrary to the word of God. And the flesh is contrary to the spirit of God. And, and without God moving on the inside of us, without God doing something for us, uh, amen, then the flesh will turn away from God. But this scripture kept coming to me this morning that every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights, uh, with whom is no variableness, neither shall shadow of turning. Uh, and I begin to think about the, the Lord and all of his almightiness. Uh, amen. How, 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 how magnificent that he is. How a God that makes no mistakes. Uh, amen. A God that has never erred. A God that has never fallen short. Uh, amen. A God that has never lost a battle. Uh, and I begin to think how God had put a roof over my head uh, and how God had put food on my table uh, and God had put clothes on my back uh, and I begin to think about all the good gifts of God hallelujah amen and how that it comes to a child of God uh, and I thought about the scripture how I talked about if we know how amen to give good gifts unto our children uh, how much more does God uh, amen know how to bless his house uh, how much more does God know how to bless his child uh, and then I begin to think about that perfect gift of God. Uh, amen. Which is the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. There's not but one perfect gift of God. Uh, and that's that anointing, that power of God. Uh, amen. That's put in these old earthen vessels. Uh, hallelujah. And I begin to think, who am I, God? Uh, amen. That you would trust me. Uh, amen. With the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, God, who am I? God, that you would go to a cruel cross. Uh, called Calvary. God, who am I? God, that you trust with the blood that was shed on Calvary. And as I began to look at that this morning and I realized how much amen that I'd fallen short of God. How much that I'd somewhere that I'd fail God. But God never failed me. God never falls short. Oh, I wish somebody could hear this morning. Amen. God's a mighty God. That's not going to lose your battle. Amen. God's a mighty God. That's not going to let you down. Who you're preaching to, preacher? You're the one. I said you're the one that God trusted with that gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let me preach to you this morning. Run, devil, run. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture said in God, amen, there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Amen. I'd love to tell you that in 37 years of me being filled with the Holy Ghost, that there'd been no variableness, that there'd been no shadow of turning. Amen. But I'm just telling you, life is full of things. I said life is full of variables. And I've not been perfect before God. And neither have you. But that gift of God that's on the inside of me. It is a perfect gift that is put in an earthen vessel. 
Hallelujah. Stay with me this morning now. Hallelujah. Amen. God, God is without variableness. Hallelujah. Amen. If I could just get directly under this light. Amen. I cast no shadow. Amen. There's no variableness in me. In May the 12th of 1972. Amen. God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. In an old-fashioned altar. Amen. Can I tell you how I got it? I got it when I repented. I said I got it when I repented. Amen. I cleaned that old house out. I swept and garnished that old house. Can I tell you how you get the Holy Ghost? You got to repent. I said you got to repent. You got to get out of the sinning business. Hallelujah. And let God fill you with that perfect gift. Hallelujah. And that anointing was on me that night. And for one moment in in my lifetime... Amen. Just stay with me. I'm going to build a little foundation. Hallelujah. Amen. But when I repented, I'm talking about I had swept and garnished the house. And there wasn't anything left in there. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything that I could, I laid it on the altar. And the things that I could not put it in the hands of God. And the Bible said you shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost cometh upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. I know there's some in here this morning. Amen. You're bound by things of this world. But can I tell you, God's bigger than that. I said God's bigger than the problem you got. Amen. God's bigger than the situation that you're in. Amen. I told a drug addict this week. I said God's bigger than the needle. He took it out of my arm. I said God's bigger than the bottle. He took it out of my hand. It's that perfect gift of God that he puts in earthen vessels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In May the 12th, 1972, amen, I got in that place, amen, that I had I had fully repented. And I was in a revival just a few weeks ago, and I had a lady tell me, Brother McCain, why have I not got the Holy Ghost? She said, everything that I laid on the altar, I've not went back and picked it up. I said, I believe that with all of my heart. I said, but there's a lot of things you ain't laid on the altar yet. I said, you gotta clean the house out. Amen. You got to get sin out of your heart. You got to make up your mind. I'm fixing to live right. I'm fixing to walk right. I'm fixing to talk right. I'm going to let that perfect gift change the way I'm living. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Anyway, get back to when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Amen. For one moment in time, amen, this old boy was a perfect vessel. Hallelujah. Amen. At that that moment in time, Brother Ford, amen, when the anointing of the Holy Ghost come in and it filled me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet and I began to speak in other tongues as the power of the Lord come on me and the Spirit of the Lord, amen, bears witness, hallelujah. I was a perfect vessel at that moment in time. Hallelujah. Without variableness, without shadow of turning. And I'd love to tell you that that I've stayed under that light directly under it where there is no shadow, but I can't. And you can't either. Amen. Because life is full of variables. Now I'm going to preach to us. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And somewhere, somewhere, as long as I'm directly under that light, there is no shadow. Amen. But Brother Barry, the moment that I start taking a step away from that light, amen, my shadow begins to be cast. And if I could stay on the anointing 24-7, amen, I'd have never made a mistake in life. If I'd have stayed under the anointing 24-7, amen, I'd have never said anything that I wish I could have took it back. Hallelujah. Amen. But God said, I have put this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. If you can live holy without the Holy Ghost, you would need God. But God put that perfect gift in an earthen vessel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Scares me. When some have had the Holy Ghost for 30 and 40 years and say they've never made a mistake, they'll lie about something else too. I'm telling you that. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just go back to the beginning of time. Is that all right? Amen. When God stepped out on the morning of nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. And God spoke to the darkness. And the darkness had to flee. Hallelujah. Can I tell you what it takes for you to get something in your heart? There's got to be a revelation of light. And it's got to come by the power of God. Amen. The steel speaks to the darkness that has you bound. Hallelujah. And that darkness darkness has to flee. Amen. Whatever I heard a preacher preach and the preached word of God. Amen. Convicted my heart. I got up and run to an altar of prayer. I realized I was lost. I realized I was on my road to hell. I realized I was undone. But I did realize there is a perfect gift of God that can be put in this earthen vessel that will cause us to be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you can't live perfect without it. Now, I'm not giving you a license to sin this morning. And I'm not giving you an excuse for not wanting to get out of the sinning business. Hallelujah. But I am telling you this morning, hallelujah, amen, that that perfect gift that God has got, it comes down, it's put in these old earthen vessels. And I'd love to say that we're always going to do the right thing, but in life you're not. I'd love to say that every marriage is made in heaven, amen, but so is thunder and lightning, hallelujah. Amen, I'd love to tell you, amen, that nobody's going to make a mistake after they get the Holy Ghost, Amen. But the fact of life is they're not going to stay directly under that uh, that anointing 24-7. And God put in us, uh, amen, the ability to choose right from wrong. And we don't always choose the right thing. Hallelujah. And God spoke to the darkness. Hallelujah. And God began to, by the word of God, the worlds were framed. Amen. By the word of God, he hung the sun, the moon, and the stars in their place. 
Brother, I'm just telling you, God was excited. Hallelujah. Amen. When God began to form the mountains of this earth, I can see God just get a handful and brother start bringing it up and making a mountain out of it I can see by the finger of God that God would just take his finger and draw the mighty rivers in that's in the land hallelujah amen and when God backed up and looked at it amen it was good hallelujah amen God made a perfect world there was nothing in it that was not perfect amen God hung that sun in his place and it still come up this morning. Amen. Just like it did on that first morning. Amen. And the moon in its place. And it still shines. And it still does everything that it did on that first night that God created. I'm telling you, God was big enough that he made everything. And he made everything right. He made it perfect. Hallelujah. And then God made the fish of the sea and the beasts of the fields. Hallelujah. And God saw that it was good. Hallelujah. And then, hallelujah, God made man. Praise God. He didn't speak him into existence. But God took the dust of the earth. Can't you see him? Amen. He said, begin to gather up the dust of the earth hallelujah amen and there as he formed man and I want you to know the Bible said that we are made in the image of God amen if your uncle is a monkey that's your business hallelujah amen but I'm a child of the king and I was built in the image of an almighty God hallelujah amen I want you to know something amen my God didn't run around on all fours amen my God looked like a man hallelujah and we were created in the image of God hallelujah if you can't do a monkey I feel sorry for you hallelujah praise God but I ain't got no monkey blood in me hallelujah hallelujah Woo, I better leave that alone hallelujah I'm just telling you something. We are created in the image of God. Amen. And God created man and saw, saw that it was good. Hallelujah. Amen. God breathed that breath of life into him. And man stood on his feet and became a living soul. Hallelujah. And he looked around and he saw that the cattle of the field had a mate. And the beasts of the fields, they had mates. But he saw there was nobody for man. And he put a sleep on Adam. Amen. And he took a real about a man and he made a woman hallelujah amen I want you to know amen it wasn't Adam and Steve it was Adam and Eve hallelujah it'll never be the plan of God amen for the abomination of this world it'll never be the plan of God hallelujah who are you preaching to you're the one hallelujah you can be seated I'm telling you, you can just imagine how Adam felt. Now, my brother, he went to sleep lonely and alone. And when he woke up, he looked over there and, whoo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> 
You part, you just, I'm just telling you something. God made the first man and the first woman. And I know in the world today, amen, we hear them say uh, she's an eight or she's a nine. I'm telling you something, Eve was a 10. Maybe a 12, I don't know. Hallelujah. But there ain't never been a more perfect woman. And brother, there ain't never been a more perfect man than Adam. Hallelujah. He was a specimen of a man. And God had his first little church. I'm going somewhere with it this morning. Amen. God had his first little church. And God would come down in the cool of the day. And there they'd have church, Brother Barry. And I've had a man say, Brother, you really believe they was having church? I said, well, God was preaching to them. So I, I suppose they were having church. I said, God preached to them. You can eat of every fruit in the garden. Amen. That you can't eat of this one right here. I'm telling you God drew some lines uh, even in the garden of Eden uh, you better thank God for a preacher that'll still draw some lines uh, you better thank God for a preacher that still got some separation in the world they wouldn't be this kind of church at Bendale if they wasn't a preacher that could draw some lines somewhere hallelujah give your pastor a good hand Hallelujah. Praise God. God had his little church, and I don't know how long that he had that church. He remembered he'd come down in the cool of the day, and brother, he preached that same little message to him. Can I tell you something? The message ain't going to change. If you're hanging around waiting to see if the Ten Commandments is multiple choice, I'm just telling you they're not. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the law of God. It's the commandments of God. It's not ten suggestions. It's ten commandments. Hallelujah. Every good gift and perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. And God, God realized now, amen, that he's created man, but he's put something in man that's not in the sun and it's not in the moon, it's not in the fish or it's not in the beasts of the fields. Man has the ability to make a choice between right and wrong. Hallelujah. Amen. And the same devil that was in the Garden of Eden, that same serpent, hallelujah. Amen. Can I tell you, he's still alive and going to and fro in the earth today. Amen. There in the Garden of Eden. You know the story how the serpent come and beguiled Eve. And Eve gave of Adam. Amen. But there, amen, God's first little church. Amen. When God come to preach that afternoon, Amen. God's first little church had backslid. Amen. Because there was things. I said because there was things. Amen. Were they perfect vessels? They were the most perfect vessels that God had ever created. Hallelujah. They were perfect in creation, just as perfect as I was. May the 12th, 1972, in rebirth. Perfect. But they didn't stay perfect. And God began to try to gather his little church up. Hallelujah. 
And God knew. Was God hurt? Yeah, he was hurt. But the Bible said before God ever spoke to the darkness, he said there was a lamb for sinners slain from the foundation of the world. Who'd he do it for? No, it wasn't for the son. The son don't need a plan of salvation. It's still doing what God said it was going to do. And the moon don't need a plan of salvation. Hallelujah. And the oceans know how far they can come and then go back. They don't need a plan of restoration. Hallelujah. Amen. But God knew that man was not always going to do the right thing. Amen. God knew from the very beginning of time. Amen. That this creature called man that I have created in my own image. I'm going to have to have a plan of salvation. Salvation, amen, for him because he's not always going to do the right thing. Hallelujah. God gathered up that little church and he brought the bloody skin. It's always been redemption by blood. He brought the bloody skin of those animals. Brother, I'm just telling you something. He didn't put the fur on them. He wrapped that old bloody side of that skin on them. Amen, because you got to have the blood applied. Hallelujah. I said, you got to have the blood applied. That's why Acts 4 and 12 said, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. If you're going to get the blood applied, it's going to be through the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're going to be saved and the power of God is going to come in you, that perfect gift. Amen. It's going to be an Acts 2.38 message. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and unto your children and all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call hallelujah you're not here by accident today hallelujah in that old earthen vessel, amen. Amen. Just as they were perfect in creation. And I don't know how long they stayed that way before they erred. I don't know. Amen. But I will tell you. Amen. We're perfect in, in rebirth. We're perfect in redemption. But life has things in it. Life has got crossroads. And life has got curves in the road. And, and we don't always stay right on. Oh, I'm, I know I'm preaching to me this morning. Uh, but I, be, I believe with all of my heart. Uh, they somebody else in this house huh, that's got enough sense to know that you're an earthen vessel and that perfect gift in you amen was put in an earthen vessel hallelujah and that earthen vessel is going to get marred and it's going to have scars on it I got scars on my back my arms my chest hallelujah where I've been cut Hallelujah. You're not going to get out of this life without some scars on you. I'm talking to you, Holy Ghost man and woman. Hallelujah. We're not always going to be on top of the mountain. Hallelujah. And this Holy Ghost, this perfect gift of God, amen, is able to seal a man unto the day of redemption. Hallelujah. But how many in here has ever canned anything? Hallelujah. How many? 
Man, y'all eat out of the store all the time? Hallelujah. Amen. How many has ever canned any figs or tomatoes or peas or butter beans? Can I tell you something? If you do it right and you get that seal on the right, brother, it'll stay good. It's got that seal on it. And I'm telling you, May the 12th, 1972, God put that seal on me. Hallelujah. But you go somewhere and every time you walk through your pantry, you just you pop the seal on one of those jars. It won't be long to the contents and it's going to rot. You go to smelling something that don't smell like it's sealed. And I'm telling you something, this Holy Ghost will seal a man. But the reality of life is that we break that seal. God don't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God don't, but we do. And when we break that seal, we need a plan. Hallelujah. We need a plan. Got your Bible? Go to 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, 15th verse. And that's where that great gift of restoration comes in. Where God can take that broken vessel, that old vessel of clay, that God has put that perfect gift in, and God restores it. Hallelujah. That vessel, when it was on the, on the potter's wheel and in the hands of the potter, I'm sure that vessel, when it come off, amen, it was a perfect vessel because it didn't end up in the potter's field. It was perfect. But through time, through time, that vessel got marred. Through time, that vessel got worn. And I'm telling somebody in this house this morning, time, time, time. Amen. These old earthen vessels get marred. Time. They, some of you was raised in the house of God. But today you find yourself on the outside looking in. What was it? Somewhere the vessel got marred. But can I tell you what God's trying to do today? God's trying to tell you I'll restore. God's trying to tell you there's a plan I've got for you. Amen. I can take that old earthen vessel and that perfect gift of God will still go in it. Hallelujah. Amen. In the book of 2 Corinthians 9 and 15, read for me. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Can I tell you, somebody said, that's the Holy Ghost. I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, the Holy Ghost is our candy stick. I said, we talk about it every church service. I said, the Holy Ghost is what we preach and what we believe. And I said, there's not a service. It's not that unspeakable gift. But I'm going to tell you what that unspeakable gift is. That whenever I see you and, and you're less than what you need to be, that unspeakable gift is mercy. That unspeakable gift is restoring a brother. That unspeakable gift is the restoration of God. That we might know and the world might know that the excellency of the power that worketh within us, it's of God and it's not of us. If you see anything good in me, it's God. If you see anything I'm talking about that is godly or good in me, it's God. Because there's still an old McCain that lives on the inside of me. I still know the way back to the hog pen. Hallelujah. I still know what the taste and the smell of smooth whiskey is. 
There's an old McCain on the inside. Hallelujah. I still know what it is to shoot up in an alley. But that perfect gift of God keeps bringing us back to that light. That perfect gift of God. When we stray and they, they shatters in life and life has not been fair, the mercy and the grace of God arms us up and it brings us back to be renewed over and over and over again. Hallelujah. Amen. It brings us back to be restored over and over and over again. Hallelujah. That perfect gift of God is the Holy Ghost. That unspeakable gift of God is restoration. Had a man tell me this week, and go to Galatians 6 and 1. Had a man tell me, I said, sir, I said, why don't you get right with God? He said, well, I, I know God's merciful. And he said, I'm going to wait to judgment and I'm going to ask for mercy. I said, sir, I said, don't be a fool. There'll be no mercy at judgment. I said, what mercy are you going to get is today. What mercy that God is showing you is why there's still life. What mercy and grace that God's trying to give you this morning is why there's breath. I said, when you stand in judgment, there will be no mercy. When you stand before God, amen. Brother, there will be no mercy. But down here is where we need mercy. Down here is where we need mercy from man and God because these earthen vessels are going to get marred. Read for me. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual do what? Restore such a one. Can I tell you something? There's revival going on in this house. But they some coming in. They don't know as much about living for God as you do. Hallelujah. They don't know as much about dressing for God as you do. They don't know as much about worshiping God as you do. But ye which are spiritual. Amen. You have a responsibility to restore such a one. When he staggers at the promise of God. When that earthen vessel turns and he he can't find his way back to the light. It's your responsibility, amen, to restore such a one. Somewhere in life, you're going to need mercy from God. And somewhere in life, you're going to need mercy from man. Hallelujah. You got a boy, hadn't you? Three of them. Chances are 99.9% they're going to be just like you. And from my, from my looking, that's good. That's good. But you know some things I don't know. And somewhere, the same people that have shown you mercy, they may not be there. But God's going to find somebody that'll show a mercy just like you show somebody else mercy. And they're going to need that same God of restoration that you've had that's brought you back over and over and over and over. Amen. When we get, we get variableness. God don't have any, but we do.
God does not have shadow of turning, but we do. It's put in this earthen vessel. Hallelujah. God's speaking to somebody's heart this morning. Who are you talking to, Brother McCain? You're the one. You're the one. So I walked that rock bar this morning and hot tears running down my face. I tell you what I saw. I saw Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. I saw a crown of thorns that was pressed down on his brow. Who did he do that for? You're the one. You're the one. I saw that whip, that cat of nine tails that pulled the meat and the hide from his back. Who did he do it for? You're the one. Who drove the nails through his hands? You're the one. You're the one. They come to music. I'm, I'm fixing to close. Who put the nails through his feet? You're the one. I want you to close your eyes for just a minute. And I want you to look and see the cross of Calvary. I want you to see a crimson stream of blood that's sufficient to save the world. But if the whole world didn't want it, and you was the only one there. I want you to see Jesus look at you. And if you cried out, who are you doing this for? He'd say, you're the one. You're the one. I'd have died if it hadn't have been for nobody but you. You're the one. You're the one. Jesus, you mean that you'd have paid the ultimate price knowing that I'm going to make mistakes in life? There was a lamb from the foundation of the world for sinners slain. For who, Jesus? For who? You're the one. You're the one. Amen. You're the one. You're the one. Hallelujah. Wrote a little poem, and I've read it here before, but I feel it this morning. Some men die by the gun. Some men die by the flame. Some men die one day and one inch at a time, playing life's most dangerous game. No, it's not to those that die by the gun or those that die in the flame that is life's most dangerous game. It's to those who can only see fault in everyone else and in themselves they place no blame. It's to those who fail to restore the soul who plays life's most dangerous game. It's to the soul you meet at work or even on the street. It's the man or the woman you pass each day of the week. And because of their approach, you fail to speak. No, it's not to those that die by the gun or to those that die in the flame. But it's those that die one day at a time playing life's most dangerous game, living lost without restoration. Somewhere you're going to need God. Somewhere you're going to need the power and the presence of God. Amen to restore that earthen vessel. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching to you this morning because I'm perfect. I'm preaching to you because I've been restored over and 
over and over again. Hallelujah. Marred? Yeah. Thrown away? No. Hallelujah. And I, I wrote this on the way over here, and God said, just tell them. Just tell them. God knows. God knew who was going to be here. I didn't know. But God said, you just tell them. God said, you're the one. It's not what you are today that matters. It's what God can make of you tomorrow. Hallelujah. Who are you talking to? You're the one. You're the one. You need the Holy Ghost this morning. I wouldn't walk out of this service without it today. As this church stands this morning, if there's ever been a time that God's reaching for a soul, God's reaching in this house this morning. Say, preacher, I just don't know if I can live that way. You can't without God. You can't without that perfect gift on the inside of you. But if you'd come this morning and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost and fire, I'm telling you, you got power to deny the world. You got power to separate yourself from the sin. I'm preaching to some this morning. Look at me. Hell's camped out around your doorsteps. I've seen the tears. God's showing me right now. I've seen the tears. God saw it. Hallelujah. God's saying if you'd come, you're the one. You're the one. Hallelujah. You're the one. You need to pray. These altars ought to be filling up. Young lady, this morning, I don't know if I've ever seen you. God said to tell you, you're the one this morning. God's reaching for you. You need to pray. I wouldn't walk out of this house without it. Hallelujah. Would you come as they sang today? Young man, young lady, would you come? Come on. Come on in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. Come on, young man. Come on, young lady. Come on. God bless you. Come on, sir. You're the one God's reaching for. You're the one God died for. Ma'am, you're the one God's reaching for this morning. Would you come? Come on. Sir, God's reaching for y'all tonight. Would you come? Come on. Come on. You waited out long enough. You're the one. You're the one. I give myself. Come on, sir. Come on, God bless you. Come on. Lord, I You're the one. You're the one. You're the one. Pray, church. Look around this morning. Find somebody to pray with. Come on, men. Come on, men. Look around. Find somebody to pray with right now. Come on. God's trying to pull the Holy Ghost out in this house. Come on, sisters. Find somebody to pray with this morning. Put your hand on somebody. Come on. Come on, men. Hallelujah. Lord, I give oh, yes. to 
God, I know, Lord, I know you spoke this morning, God. I know you spoke this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on, church. We need a move of the Holy Ghost right now. You don't have to get up out of these altars without it today. Men, you don't have to get up out of these altars without the Holy Ghost this morning. I need Holy Ghost men praying on these altars right now. Come on. Come on, church.
give myself.